Thank you for joining me. It's Higgins, and this is Same Difference. Joining me today is Chris Boskell. Thank you very much, sir. What up, Higgins? So, Chris Boskell is a blogger. He is a male feminist. He is a... I guess you can say you're a feminist. You don't have to go male feminist. Anybody can be a feminist. Sure. Jesus, sure. Jesus was a feminist. Yeah, he was. As so, far as I can tell. Yeah. So uh, Boskel has a, uh, I'm going to call you Boskel. You can call me Higgins. This Thank is kind you. Of a, we're very kind of <laughs> an elitist thing here going on. I was Boskel all through my, uh, all through my childhood. Um, and I was actually shortened to Bosco. Bosco. Pe- people were like Bosco. And, uh, and then I was okay with the boys calling me Bosco. But I wanted to insist that the, that the girls only referred to me as Chris. Just in case someday we kissed, and I thought it would be weird if they were calling me by my back by my last name. It was a very kind of, it was a it was pre feminism. Okay, because (laughs) she can't call me by my last name if she. I know. Like imagine, imagine like like holding that in reserve just in case you know like don't call me chris because someday we might make out like what kind of what kind of a message that that Pretty sent to girl to, how, old, how old were you oh that that continued into college okay well i like, was gonna say if it started as a teenager then yeah that's appropriate right well <laughs> that's probably where it's gonna all happen <laughs> So the, the, your name significant because it is part of your website. You're a blogger. Yeah. And, yeah. and we'll, we'll mention this again, but the name of your blog is? Theboskel.com. And how do I spell Boskel? It's terrible. It's it's a terrible, terrible spelling. But it's spelled, it's spelled B-O-E-S-K-O-O-L. Remember that, folks? It's famous. Com. It's the worst. The only the, – I've, I've said this before, but, like, the thing that, that lets me know that – I'm, I'm that I'm doing anything worthwhile is the fact that people actually share stuff with a blog that has that terrible, terrible name. <laughs> so I did not plan on having like any sort of readers. So, so this, that, and this is what, you know, this, this is what Chris does. So this is his, this is his outlet. And so I kind of wanted to have him on, you know, my, my gist from my end, I'm a, you know, I'm a white Christian guy asking questions uh, of people who are different. Chris and I, aren't so different, but we see a lot of things the same on a lot of issues for people or with people who are in some parts of society different. So I want sure. to get him in. We're both kind of allies. You know, at, at Wild Goose this year, um, they said they had um, people were talking about, you know, enough with the allies. We need to be accomplices. Yeah. Um, Cause an ally um, doesn't, necessarily get into trouble with you yeah so that's where yeah that's that's kind of where i stand i want to be i want to do more than just stand and, and golf clap all right yay so, yay good for you <laughs> yeah. you're doing great i'm gonna stand over here where it's safe and cheer you on and i'll, and I'll wipe <laughs> the blood off when you come over this way but all right so so let's let's step into we you know the something that um you talked about on facebook recently yeah um, we're all watching the Olympics at this point. You right. know, I, we're, we're not really dating these as much as just uh, activities and, and things that are happening. But the Olympics are going on right now. For sure. And uh, so, so let's step in, in inside with the, the feminist stuff. Right now, there is this commercial by a certain fast food restaurant. Shall we? Okay. They rhyme with Smarties. Okay. It rhymes with Farties. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and so... In this commercial, these bikini-clad women are hawking uh, burgers, and Chris just went nuts on Facebook, and I, I would love to pull up the quote, but I think you can just talk about it more yourself. But here's the thing. Right during that, it was right at the point when the women's beach volleyball stuff was going on, too. Right. And at first, I was like, well, this is okay. So, so go ahead and just well, talk about the initial reaction of watching this with your kids. Well, we were, we we just watched the uh, um, we also just watched the men's diving last night, and their bathing suits are way smaller than the women's vo- volleyball. Just just an, as an FYI, sure, sure. <laughs> our kids are like, it's it's they they had some questions. Well, see, and, and see, but for diving, I can get that. You have to be everything has to be spelt. I I can go right. for that with diving, and I started to go for that with volley with the women's volleyball. I'm right. like, no, they have to. And then I saw the guys playing beach volleyball, and they're wearing bucket shorts, right? And and not very small tank tops. 
Right. And I'm like, well, why are the girls doing that? And in 2012, the Olympic Committee said that women don't have to wear bikinis for the right. beach volleyball. No, well, it's, I mean, it's fine. Like, I, I think, here's the thing. First of all, two guys sitting around talking about what women can and can't wear is something, not something that I'm super comfortable with. But, but I think that women um, can wear whatever they want. These women on the, on the Stinkin' Hardy's commercial, um, if they want to, if they want to um, get dressed up in really skimpy white bikinis and get oiled up and eat a burger and try to sell it to people, that's, that's their thing. They can do that thing with their, with, with their bodies. Personally, I think it's, I think that, um, I think that with that kind of stuff, when I, I, it's something changed when I, when I had kids, you know, and I'm, I'm sitting there with my kids and it's that it's late afternoon and, uh, and definitely, and the stinking three, three way burger comes on these women, you know, and, and they've just, I, I wrote about this a while ago. I wrote about it like a year ago on a blog, on a blog about just this, um, the trying to, I think the title was, um, raising daughters in a Hardy's commercial world or some, I don't know. I didn't even know it was, that's, it was better than that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, it was, um, it's just this feeling of man, like, like, um, if you want to sell, if you want to use porn to sell a burger, then do it after my kids go to bed. You know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Like, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if, um, uh, what I, I don't know what I, what I think about that. I used to be like, I used to like, I used to look at that kind of stuff and just be like, this is not okay. It's not okay. Cause I felt like they were being forced to, to do this thing. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know. There, there might be some women who, who find, um, you know, getting hamburger juice on their, on their breasts, um, <laughs> particularly empowering. And I don't want to tell them that they can't do that, but uh, man, it just is, I'm just so sick of that, that dude, the, um, Michael, what's his, what's it? Dude's name Pud Pud Pudster Pudster Pudster. He's this this. Uh, you're, you're beating up the last name already. I, I don't know. Gosh, it's P U Z D E R because I've tweeted at him a whole bunch of times. I can't remember his first name, but um, but Adam or I don't even know. But anyways, this guy is is uh, the CEO and just and just is like champions this stuff. And I don't know. I feel I feel like we can. I've, I've I don't want to be a prude. You know, yeah. I don't want to be a prude about this stuff. Well, I totally, you... I totally get that. I, I, I'm not. Yeah, you're right. If they want to do it, they can. Let's. Re- yeah, and and they're obviously they obviously think they know and au- they have an audience. They have a demographic that they think they're that they're really going. Their for. Their demographic is is um that they wrote this out. It's it's um young, young male, um like young male something or I don't know something and the women who love them. That's that's who they're marketing their burgers to, and it's just like uh, I don't know, man. I, uh, well, and what, the, what are you going to do about this kind of stuff? I, I like what, what do you, what do you think when you when you see that kind of stuff? What what are your what are your what are your thoughts? Uh, it's what I it's the society I live in. That's what I think. It's, you just it's chalk just, it up and yeah, I, I chalk it up and go on. I have to, you know, I have, I have. I have boys. You've got you've got two girls right. and a boy. I've got two boys, and so I end up um, sometimes every now and then if the remote is near, we'll flip the channel. Especially, good golly, if they're if the talk gets you know, it's just like okay, not only the viewing but the way they're talking. It's like okay, we're you know, I don't I don't want my ten year old and twelve year old to hear that. Well, dude, I'm, I just remember as a kid. I mean, I was really really turned on by like black and white pictures in a Sears catalog. And I can't imagine like, like seeing something like those, those girls in those outfits and saying, what did you think? It's a three way, you know, it's called the three way burger and, and like kind of like rubbing up against each other. And as, as they're sexily eating this burger that doesn't, that by the way, doesn't look anything like that in real life. It, it looks just, nothing at so all like not that. A cool so looking burger. Ridiculous. <laughs> And so, you know, like like that sort of thing. Um, not only where, the not only is the porn not going to happen to me, but the burger is not going to look like that. Well, and and somebody and somebody said online, man, it was somebody was like, um, the one 
they they said something like the one on the right needs looks like she needs a a burger or something i'm like dude if you saw any one of those girls they're all ridiculously thin you know what i'm saying like yeah. like but there was one that was even more thin than the others and all of a sudden you start looking at that and saying that's that's what's thin and in, instead it, you know they they've they've all got fake boobs and and so it's it's like it's like I I just want people to look. I want my daughters to look at their look at their bodies and not see and not be force fed an ideal of 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 this is what beauty is. Beauty is giant boobs, super thin, like this this unattainable thing without surgery, you know. And then and then people are like, then then people are like, man, I just don't feel beautiful well that's garbage because you well then because that's not what they've been fed right yeah i don't want that i don't want that i mean i get that i'm a man i can see that i can you know i i'm sure at least at some point in my life i've had a dream involving a girl in a white bikini and a burger and a burger <laughs> I Sorry, I did that. Right and I don't want to go any further than that, right there on that. But <laughs> no, but you, you know what I'm saying. Like more. I, I get it. I, 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 I think, I think sex is great. I think I don't want to. I don't want to turn it in, into like a puritanical something or other. I just, I just um, think that um, you know, for me personally, when I see that, I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten at a Hardee's in a really long time. Yeah, a really long time. And and the reason that that happened. Um, I, the only time that I ate there was I went to like a predators game and they gave out some like free coupons for, you know, a free hearty thick burger when they did the Angus thick burger. And I was like, all right, well, I got a free thick burger. That sounds good. And, and, I, and then I went there and even getting one for free, I felt like I was like, I was like kind of, See, what kind of sacrificing burger? my own soul. What, what kind of burger was it? Thick burger. I'm gonna get right up in the mic and say you just, thick. You just, just absolutely you just, thick, y'all. You were so disgusted. A thick burger. Well, yeah, just God, man. I'm so sick of that garbage, man. It's just, it's, it's just, it really is, it really is garbage. And 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 I and so, if you wanna, if you wanna advertise your strip club and try to get people to come to your strip club, great. Just do that shit when my kids are in bed, you know, I you. like, like, I, like, I, like, I, I don't want to, I, um, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to shame. I don't want to shame the, the women who are, who are in those commercials. Cause I'm sure they're fantastic. Well, people, they have but... every right to do it and they're making a lot of money doing it. You know, that, that's right. the thing there. But again, it comes down to, uh, you know, what there are some women who would say, and again, we're two white guys talking. We're not sitting here talking <laughs> for females, but we have wives. Who definitely will will say will say a few things about it? You know they have every right to do it, but at the same yeah. time, there are women who are like, "Wait a minute, you know, we, you're you're giving me a, a non representation here." We just um we just got into a discussion last night with some folks about um there was some a different couple different articles about sexism in the Olympics, and there was one woman who won a won a medal, and um the the Chicago Tribune tweeted, "Wife of Chicago Bear." Um, wins medal in the Olympics. And that yeah. was just one example of, yeah. the, of this stuff. And like, there was another, another, um, girl who just br shattered the world record in some swimming event, the 400 IM or something. And, and they're like, and there's, and there's the man responsible, you know? Yeah. And it was her, it was her husband and he trains her and he's super excited for her and great, you know, but, but there's just some stuff some of that kind of stuff. And I, and I get that one of those things taken by itself, you can explain it away and say, man, you know, she would probably credit her husband as well. And, and, and I think that's fantastic, but all those things are just part of a pattern that we see. And, and so it's the same thing, you know, with, with, um, with black lives, with, with police brutality, with all this, all this stuff where, um, you see an incident and you're like, well, maybe that was just this, you know? And yeah, it might be, but it's part of a larger pattern of things and when we um and when we 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 ignore that pattern at our own peril you know it's yeah. it's a it's it's something um there's something out there that's worth pointing out 
when you do your your um, your blog, mm-hmm. um, what's the subtitle? It's the Voskel, and it's politics, Jesus politics, and bathroom humor. See, that's the part we like. Uh, <laughs> Which part? The bathroom humor? <laughs> yeah. See, my 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 mom. Speaking um, of bathroom humor, yes. Um, I just used the bathroom here at the at, at the place where we're recording this. Pancakes house. Yeah, and um, they have the nicest toilet paper I've ever I've ever encountered. It's nicer than my sheets on my bed. It's genuinely like I'm afraid to ask you what you do with the sheets in your bed. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well I just I've I've. I'm just saying thicker and more. I feel like I could want to pull it over, like up to my neck, and take a little nap. Like that's how thick and wow. supple this this toilet paper is. It's real nice. I have. I it's have, a classy establishment. I Higgins. have yet to have had occasion to. Uh, well, you should probably uh, you should probably give it a shot. You should probably say, save go in there and touch the up. toilet paper. Yeah, just just. I mean, you could I mean, blow your nose step in into there that and stuff. Squeeze and, the Charmin. You don't even have to fold it in half. It's that thick. Oh, it's that. Oh, thick. yeah, yeah. It's some really nice stuff. So, anyways. I, my my uh, sister, when I was a kid, I'd come out of the bathroom every time I come out of the bathroom. I'd try, I'd say something that try to make her laugh, and uh, and she always did. <laughs> she always <laughs> thought it was she always thought it was funny. So I don't know. I try to I try to keep things funny because if you talk about Jesus and politics for too long without making people laugh, they kind of their eyes glaze over. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, but my my mom when she um, she's listened to some some podcasts and stuff, and there's this. Um, um, you made it weird. Mm-hmm. His, his, his name escapes me right now, though. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes. Um, and he had, it was when uh, Pete Holmes and Rob Bell mm-hmm. were on there. And uh, my mom sitting there listening to it. Now, my mom didn't have the idea that this was a comedian's podcast that he usually interviews comedians. Right. She knew it was Rob Bell, so she thought it, she was thinking totally more of a religious kind of thing. Right. And so all of a sudden, Holmes pops off with a fucking A. Right. He's like, and my mom just starts laughing. She goes, I think it's awesome that in a religious podcast, somebody's cussing. You know, and I'm like, it's, yeah, don't, don't. She, I probably told on her now, but she won't hear this one. So, but, but she just is thought your it was. Mom, is, is your mom like, does she get into Rob Bell's stuff? Uh, not when she hears it and light, then light bulbs start to go off. Mm-hmm. But, but it, as a general rule, no, okay. but, but she'll. Uh, when, when she sat and listened to the, to the, to the bell thing and to uh, science Mike, she yeah. was like, that's, she goes, I get that, you know? So yeah. when, when there are people who, who hear some of those, what, what about your mom? My mom? Yeah. My mom. Um, I love it that we're just sitting here talking about other people. This is great. No, I like it too. Um, my mom is, uh, she's, I think she is more and more, um, you know, we never stop learning. Like, I don't think that. I think that she has, like when I was a kid, she uh, thought, she went to a church that was like, this is the only one way, and if you don't believe this, or, you know, like, you're you're going to hell, so um, that kind of, that kind of a place. Um, but yeah, she's, she's now, um, she, she shares just about everything I write, so um, I'm, <laughs> she, she's like, uh, that is probably purchased her a little bit of grief with some of her more conservative friends so yeah. yeah i keep on i keep on waiting for my conservative friends i i in fact it was your wife uh who said uh, i was just like yeah it's been you know a year and a half we're, we're kind of away from conservative friends and i keep on waiting for the big smackdown to happen and she's like look they probably already blocked you they're, right. they're probably already moved I along i so. say i like i write things specifically for those people and 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 then I realized that, that none they're of not, them are listening. They're not listening. <laughs> I had a person um, unfriend me and block me the other day. And, and the funny thing is, the reason I even say it, because um, I, I made a point. I'm not going to say anything about it on Facebook, you know, right. on, on my social media. But they contacted me and said, you've moved too far to the other side. The and dark I, side? I, the other side. And I said, I didn't realize I had a side. I really didn't. I didn't think I had a side. But it was like, you moved too far to the other side. I'm blocking and unfriending you. Goodbye. Yeah. And I was like, well, thank you for the drama because really what could have happened there is you should, could have just gone click block, click unfriend and been, and been done with it. <laughs> but, but I got right. the, uh, I just wanted to let you know, I want to make know. sure that you knew that I was, that I think you're, you're receiving piece of garbage. My wrath. 
So that kind of thing, I, I find that stuff so cowardly. Well, I'm I, like conversation is conversation is hard. Talking with people about stuff, you know, and and you can say you can get done with a, a relationship and say you know what I'm, I'm, but but to 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 last word it and then block somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that kind of stuff is just is is like is like. I don't know. I just, I, well, I, and I did have another friend. It, in, in fact, it was in the same week. So apparently I was on a roll who, who unfriended me and then, but then continued conversation with me a little bit. And I'm like, are you going to look, are you going to friend me back here? Are we going to, you know? Right. And, and it was like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, well, don't hit me with too much of the political stuff. And I'm like, I wasn't talking to you specifically at all any time. So if you just skip right past me or, or tune it so that you don't see my stuff, which, it, which is what I've done with a couple of people that I'm just like, you know, am I one of those people? No, <laughs> I, I have a, I have a set, second amendment friend who's, who's a oh, big right. second amendmentian. And yeah. the fact that I would, I mean, I will, I will say for everybody to know, I would like there to be some common sense regulation I, it's part of the well regulated that i think the second amendment allows for i'm and leaving you hate america this <laughs> podcast is over this is over that's it <laughs> well and and so and this person re- called me an anti-constitutionalist you know right. because i was i was wanting to and and so i finally I'm, I'm just like i didn't contact them i didn't say anything we'll still be around each other it's mm-hmm. just that and and if i want to troll him and go look at his stuff i sure can right and, but but he's not going to show up on my thing and and I feel better <laughs> about That's the whole. Fantastic. You know, I'm just like you know, yeah. I, I, I'm, but I'm not going to contact them and say, right. I've, I've blocked you. No, I, I just, I, with that kind of stuff, um, I look at that as an opportunity to explain to people that it's not, it's, it's the same thing with the Bible, same thing with the Constitution. Um, you read something, and, and I'm not, I'm not um, anti. Bible. I'm anti your interpretation of the Bible. <laughs> That's what I am. I'm, I'm not anti-constitution. I read that jumbled mess of a amendment um, differently than you do. You know, I am focusing on the words well-regulated militia, whereas you are uh, focusing on the words shall not be infringed. And, and, and so those kind of, those kind of things, I'm, I'm like, like we, can read things differently and still talk about them and and um, make rational cases for what we believe, but when people people don't realize that that they're like that when when they get super super certain of their own interpretation of the Bible that that they don't want to they don't want to admit that it's their own interpretation of the Bible. They're they're just I believe the Bible and that's it and this is this is what the Bible says and. And you're like, yeah, man, the Bible says a lot of stuff. A lot of people have used this book to do just all kinds of garbage in the world. So, and you know, same thing with, same thing with women in the church. They, they kept, they kept women out of the church for, or they kept women out of positions of leadership at, at least all because of a obscure thing. When, when they, they only let the men in the front and the women were in the back that where they couldn't enter this certain area. And so the women were back there. Maybe they couldn't even hear what the guys were saying and they were talking to each other. Sometimes they, it was, they, they thought that the women were yelling to the people who could hear what did he say and trying to have it passed back. Um, and this is what Paul was referring to when he was like, stay silent, be, be quiet in church. He's speaking to a specific church, not the, not writing this thing for, all women everywhere to to sure, to sure. keep as a as a constitutional truth for for the next two thousand years, you know, it yeah. just doesn't. Um, so so when people, you know, when people kind of get that, it's a it's a scary thing to let go of that stuff. And what what we what I experience a lot is um, I want people to experience that because I feel like it's freed me. But I also don't want to, like, you can't drag someone into enlightenment. <laughs> you can't. Well, and, and this is where we, I, I really hope, whether or not we do, I really hope that we have people who are conservative and liberal listening. And I really hope that we have people who 
have different interpretations of the second amendment amendment listening. And I really hope we have people who have different interpretations of the Bible listening because this conversation, this part of that conversation is uh, for everyone is very important in that we don't have to agree on uh, second amendment interpretation. Right. I think that everybody can agree that it, it would be good for less people to be killed. Don't you think? That it would be good for less people to be killed. It depends on the people. I think. Like, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. Yeah, but but yes, so that would definitely be a good. Yeah, thing. so I think from both sides, yes, but I don't want you to touch the Second Amendment. Okay, I got you. I got what you're saying, but somewhere in the middle there, that's what statesmen do, and that's what we need is is statesmen who step up. And and in the same way, in the church, it'd be really nice if there were people that'd be like, I understand that you don't like this. I understand that you totally disagree with that. Right. My mom, for example, um, one time we were, uh, it was right after Caitlyn Jenner was, was being interviewed a lot. Mm-hmm. And my mom, it, again, she's, she's, she's new with all this, but, but she's, she's a good lady. And she goes, there's your friend Caitlyn Jenner. And I'm like, well, Hey, there she is. And, uh, stood there for a second and she said, I just don't get it. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I don't either. I have never wanted to wear women's clothing. Wore my wife's panties one time because I was out of underwear. It's a totally different thing. Strictly a comfort thing. Totally. Strictly for comfort. Totally different. But I've never wanted to be a woman. I've never wanted to wear women's underwear. I can't believe I just said that in a podcast. Yeah. It's it's on record now. (laughs) My wife knows. Anyway. So, but I've never wanted that. I don't relate to that. I don't relate to my transgender friends in that way. Right. Um, I don't understand that, but I said, so, but if Caitlyn Jenner fell down in front of you and was hurt, would you want to help her up? And and my mom's kind of frail, but she said, well, if I could, yes, I would. And I said, that's what Caitlyn, that's what they want. That's what Caitlyn Jenner wants. And that's what people want. Kindness. That's, I don't have to understand or agree. You know what? They're not asking permission from me. What they're asking for is please pick me up if I've fallen. Don't try to hurt me and treat me with respect. There's that, but there's also kind of a systemic thing like that, that, um, that people are like, are like, yeah, feel free to be, feel free to be gay if you want, but don't, don't expect that, that just because you're in a gay relationship that we all need to give you the same, the the same, you know, that, that same rights as the same, uh, access to healthcare for, for, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's part of it that is kind of a, a, a personal level with people that you're trying to, you're trying to be kind, you're trying to be loving to someone on a personal level. And then there's another level that you advocate for matters of policy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can say, great, you don't want to have a gun. Fine. Don't have a gun, but I do want to have a surface to air missile. I want to be able to shoot down planes from my house in case the government comes to to um, bomb this area. I want to be able to have a missile that is capable of shooting down planes. You don't have. I'm not forcing you to have a missile. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. That 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 thing is is there are matters of policy that are that are like okay. Um, we, I realize that there is, um, there are a lot of people right now who are looking at assault rifles and saying, and saying, you know what, we don't need to have, have this thing that a 19 year old kid can go into a gun store and buy this, but they, uh, uh, but they can't buy alcohol, you know, they can buy a killing tool but they can't buy alcohol chris it's not really an assault rifle because it's not automatic okay so no it's that's that's like like it is it's they're they're i all right you know i'm playing devil's advocate i know i know i i hear it all the time and and great you know what you you're you're right you you um you but for a measly hundred dollars you can get a you can get a um, conversion kit, a, a thing that that makes it so that when you just hold down the trigger, it just it just sends it sends shots through, and and that's not even it. Like if you talk to somebody, if you talk to somebody in the military, full automatic is 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 not. It doesn't it doesn't even work for for guns anyway. So it's like it's like if you have something that every time you pull you can every as fast as you can pull your trigger, 
you can pull this thing. And we have clips that come, come with 30, 30 round clips. That is for killing a lot of people at once. That's that cool. is what it's for. So you're so, a really bad hunter. So yeah, <laughs> right. So so like let's just and and what what I hate is I'm I'm like okay let's just at least get to the point where we can admit that there is a line, you know that that my my some some redneck neighbor down the street cannot start building centrifuges and and creating. Uh, um, trying to create a nuclear bomb or a dirty bomb or some sort of weapon of mass destruction, right? Sure. I mean, that like, let's at least admit that there, that there's a line. Um, but a lot of people are like, no, there's there's no line because they know as soon as there's a line, then you can start talking about uh, you can start talking about where we should draw that yeah, line. And and line. and yeah. and, uh, and so I don't know. I, I believe in I believe that there are lines. I believe that that, that sometimes there's you know people in different different areas of the spectrum that, that are like i think the line's here i think the line's here great um let's let's try to you know do the hard work of governing and working out where we're going to put that line well and that's and i guess nobody wants the you don't want the negotiation I mean, if we're going to specifically go to you know second amendment stuff people don't want that negotiation people i don't want to have to start talking about it because then you know, the open field that I have might have sidelines instead mm-hmm. of an open field or, you know, or there might be, you know, I might like be freedom a, thing. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to L- put limits on freedom. Liberty. Oh, Liberty. Yeah. Um, and freedom from tyranny, my friend. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's, it's not, I, I don't think it's, it's not all clear. It's not all clear cut. That's for and sure. that's and and that's and I'm and again I'm just I'm pushing back on you. But no, but I, li- I I like it. But that that's the the point is, is that it's not all clear cut, and and that that thing that that um that place. What's happening right now is that there's a place where where even the statement it's not all clear cut is a provocative statement. It re- it 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 is it is um it is. It's inferring there might be an, a reinterpretation. Yeah, there's it's uh, th- that there's wiggle room. It's it's not as clear as we, as you think it is, and be, and to people who are like, no, it's clear, oh, you know, cold dead hands clear, you know, like this kind of stuff. Um, that's that. Um, it is it is a scary thing to lose your cert- certainty. Sure. For folks, and when people, and and so and so even even like the. Um, the this sort of podcast where we talk about our differences and that we're basically the same. Some people look at this as just an offensive. It's 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 an offensive. It's an attack on their safe certainty. You know what I'm saying? That that because it seems it seems like it's, it's I, such a right. I didn't feel so revolutionary. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, I mean, well, it, it like if you already get it, then you're like, oh yeah, I completely agree. But there's some folks that just don't get it, and even suggesting that there might be some uncertainty on these on these clear cut issues in their life is is something that is like is like, man, you are you are scaring the hell out of me right now. Cause I, and, and what that fear of losing certainty, how it presents itself is anger. It, it is, it like pushes back against, against this, um, against the safety of, of, I have all the answers. Well, and that's exactly what you're saying comes across. And this is, and let's humanize some of this a little bit in that, you know, I was saying I, I, you know, Reduce. I didn't block. I guess whatever I did, so I don't mm-hmm. see their stuff on my feed as much. Unfollowed. Whatever it is, <laughs> um, they'll show up. They'll be around. But at the same time, we've had some intense conversations, and in the middle of it, I've stopped and I went, "You know what? We need to get together for lunch to remember that we're human beings." Right. And they agreed because because you were buying because <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, that, because there there is this thing. So even even in this in in this this thing of saying you know someone gets angry when you when you suggest that their you know, that their thoughts may not be the thoughts that are that are totally right, uh, and this anger comes out. Where whereas all of a sudden instead of saying, "Excuse me, kind sir, I beg to differ with you," right? They say you're an asshole, right? 
But what in their head, what was coming out of this person who's really generally a nice person, yeah. and this is what happens on Facebook all the time, the interpretation from here to the fingertips when it gets written out on the you know mm-hmm. keyboard is you're a libtard or you're an asshole or something oh like God. that. I swear, Higgins, I that I hate that word so much. I, I know that's I, I said it. I I hate it so much. I I like it offends the deepest parts of me, I and know. it's not the lib part of it. You yeah, know, know, it's it's know. oh gosh, that's so rough. So so, but what what comes out is I mean, and and again, you know, what you see on video sometimes. I mean, at at uh, Republican nominees rallies right. where you know where these this man you know with gray hair in a suit is saying cuss words at a person holding a, a, a cell phone camera it's saying and and later said i don't know what came over me right i don't i do not know i'm not know. like that no I and know. it's and it you will and then everybody who disagrees with him is like well obviously you are like that but really mm. he's not it's just that this thing happens the it, it, between the interpretation of what i want to say is I don't like what you're saying. I don't want you to be in here right now. You need to leave. Turns into cussity cuss, 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 get the cuss out of here. But it, it's before that, it, deeper than that, I think it's forgetting who you are. Yeah. It's forgetting for a moment. Not, it's forgetting who you are. It's forgetting who, 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 um, who the person standing next to you is. And really what drives that in my in, it's my belief that what drives that that what makes that stuff happen um are we recording i hope we're recording yes we're recording <laughs> see, that? see that right over there all right is it moving yeah see that? all right, right good 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 <laughs> um i i <laughs> that would just be so fun i was Oh, yeah, we got some good stuff here. Going for 36 <laughs> minutes, and all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, heck. No, um, I think that... Okay, what, say everything what, you just said no, over again. I, mean, <laughs> I think what, what drives that, Higgins, um, what allows for that is is a different idea of who God is. Honestly. I think that um, for for me, what I see in people, if you believe that... If you believe in a God that is scary and to be feared and is going to send the vast majority of people to hell, then you, then me telling someone go to hell is uh, that's that they're, they're acting like the God that they believe in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you, if you really, if you believe that, that, um, that like in, in a hateful, monstrous scary god if you believe in that then it's then it's a whole lot easier to look at someone that's in front of you and say you're an abomination and, yeah and, and and or you know it's it's easy to look at your kid um to look at a kid who's who you know that you love you love for your whole life and and think and then they come out to you and a kid looks at looks and says you know mom dad i'm gay and you're like and and that that sort of thing a a person who believes in a god that is that is actually legitimately loving looks at that situation and is like man i love you i lo- i've always loved you this is i love you exactly the way that you are a god who lo- looks at us and says i love you exactly the way that you are um i want to be i want you to be the best version of you um but but if you then that that's like that's that's a simple fix but if you believe that there's a god that's like that's like you change or you're going to hell um then then it's easier for them to look at that kid and say get out of my house you yeah, know yeah. that so i so it all comes down to it's not just about it's not just about remembering who we are and remembering who the, who the and remembering the person in front of us is human cuz some people hear the word human and they think that's that is a synonym for shit. Yeah, you know, our humanity is 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 the grossest part of us, and God loves us despite the fact that we're human for whatever reason is going to pluck a few people up to heaven with him. Um, but but like if you believe that that God is like is like man, I love I love these people and even in their and their their brokenness is some is not too much for my love you know if that if that's what you believe then then it makes it a lot harder to to um you know 
hate the guy sitting in front of you. <laughs> if I have anything to say about it, I'm going to have Science Mike on this podcast. There's, he's doing a tour. Uh, but have, you've heard him talk, and I think it was when he was on with Pete Holmes, when he talked about the brain and how if you believe in a benevolent, loving mm -hmm. God, that there is a part of the brain that actually grows right. differently. And then if you believe in a, a mean, nasty, going to send you to hell God and, and throwing lightning bolts, that it actually shrinks. That there's, and I can't right. remember what part of the brain that is. I believe it's the hippocampus. It would be the hippocampus for 200, Alex. I That's very nice. I, I, like, I just I, <laughs> I totally thought you knew. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm like, wow, I, like, man, I, he got that video. He I just, that I, as far as I know that, um, I'm, I am not science. I'm not science Mike for sure. Cause I, I, I genuinely thought that hippocampus was a, was like a, a college that hippos went to. <laughs> 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 like it's a place where, where all the smart hippos went to school. The <laughs> They're hanging out in the hippo frats and hippo sororities. Uh, so. <laughs> So, but, but that's the, that's the thing is that, you know, be, you know belief actually change physically can yeah. change us, you know, and, and, you know, if you, if you believe in a, in a kind God, um, there, I, and I have a theory about science, Mike, that he, that he is, he sometimes just says he, like most, a lot of times he knows what he's talking about, but he could say, he could make something up in, in talk for seven minutes and everybody would be like, Oh yeah. That, yeah, that sounds and, and, right. <laughs> until until they go back and like look that up and go, hey, he no, was totally faking no, us out. There's no, there's no people he that must go play that. Go, go. You know, you'd have to, you'd have to dig through a stack of of peer reviewed articles on <laughs> neuroscience to find. That's the, what he'll say. It's you like, know, you know like, I was reading this <laughs> journal of blah blah blah. No, he was at he was at um, <laughs> he was at a wild goose, and I got to talk to him a few, a few different times, and just just a really really good dude yeah such a such a good guy so and and that's the that's the thing i'll bet there's a game what what is the the game where you make up the definitions first i'll bet you he's really good at that boulder dash boulder dash i'll bet you he's really good at boulder dash yeah no no it's the uh latin root of this but, you, but you'd never choose his because it, because the, like like he has it always have to do with like some sort of science something or other and I I I found on Balderdash that that the simplest things, the simplest definitions get voted for so much better. Like like it'll be some word, and I don't even look at the word. I I get my definition before like like the the meaty part of a plum, you know, or whatever, you know. Like that's just <laughs> that that's that I I decide what on is vortex. <laughs> I decide on the definition before I see the word because if you try to make it up for the for the actual word it, it like everybody sees it and it makes them think of something which makes them think of something else but I just I um that's you know. funny. <laughs> Little uh, balderdash uh, game prep for you folks. Yep. You get everything here. Tips. Yeah. Oh, free tips How from the Boscal. Jesus politics, that? bathroom humor and balderdash tips. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, speaking of which, did you get the, uh, the uh, Donald Trump video that I sent to you last night? I can't remember. Which, you, I, remind me what it was because I think I looked at it, but I can't. I can't. I, I'm not supposed to say it. Um, where he said the wrong word. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> and I'm 12 years old because we've been talking. I did. We're being, well, we're that was, that was yesterday during the day. That, that was, was during the day. Okay, I thought that was last night. No, but. yeah, that was during the day. That I was can't. really, really funny. And I can't. I just. Donald Trump said titties. Okay. Yeah, he's, he, he, he meant, meant to, to say, say cities. And said he said titties. And, and, and the 12-year-old me just and, went, bah! And a bunch of people on Twitter thought it was funny. But, yeah, well, a bunch of people went, like, all hating on it. I've said, I've oh, missed said words. Oh, I, yeah. I, well, I do I do traffic reports and old do? old Fort Parkway is a really hard one to I got to slow down on old Fort Parkway every time <laughs> old Fort Parkway yes sir <laughs> got to watch it I've said it on the radio before so that's so fun got a problem at old Fort no Parkway. well well slow the, down. the thing is is that Hillary, Hillary Clinton just um, a week and a half ago or something um, she was talking about. Um, she said, we, we aren't gonna, she said, we aren't gonna raise the, raise taxes in the middle class. Like, that's what she's, that's what she was saying. And whether or not she, like, just didn't, um, enunciate the NT on the end of the word aren't, or whether it just kind of got, um, or whether it was just a slip of the tongue or whatever, but it was like, we're gonna, we are gonna raise taxes on the middle class. 
And so they just play back that clip. But I mean, if, in the context of what she was talking about, it was clear that what she's saying is we are not going to raise taxes on the middle class. These, these, this is, this is not how we, we're going to make, we, her plan was talking about trying to make people who are vastly more wealthy pay, um, quote unquote, their fair share. Right. She, this is what she's talking about. Sure. So then, then. Like a whole bunch of people, like Rudy Giuliani repeated this thing, and it was it was the same sort of thing. Like like imagine someone in the Democratic Party saying like actually trying to um, say that Donald Trump was doing something, you know, rebuilding titties instead of rebuilding cities. Sure. Like imagine them saying that and being like, "Can you believe that he would do this?" You know, I'm like, no one would, no one would do that. Yeah. Yeah. But but they're but switched on the other side. I like. I just it just seems dishonest when people try to take a, a genuine slip up like that and try to turn it into into whatever. Well, not not to go the political route on this, but the thing that I actually had a discussion, I actually had to talk about this to somebody. A friend of mine posted a thing and said something is wrong and it was showing Hillary kind of bobbing her head back and forth and they were like she had a seizure. Yeah, and I'm like um she was in the middle of a conversation talking to one journalist and two journalists said Blah, blah, blah at the same time. And she kind of turned her head and kind of shook her head and, sh- and you know, kind of like, mm-hmm. wow, you're overwhelming me with questions here. Right. And then she says, try the cold chai. And I actually looked it up and found, being media guy that I am, found a different angle for, of the, same, of the right. same interview. And I'm like, look, she's not, you know, and no one around her went, are you okay, ma'am? Mm-hmm. Did you, you know, nobody said anything. But but people are trying to you know make stuff it's up. Con- it's like you know what in a conspiracy <clears throat> theory world, facts stop mattering. You know we don't we don't look for evidence. We're all looking we just, for the black like, helicopters. We're all starting to hoard water. It's just in in when feelings when feelings become as important as facts, we're in trouble. And I want everybody to vote. Okay, you don't have to vote the way I do. I want people to go vote, but boy, I want everybody to think and and not. Let's not look at that junk. Let's look at issues and and vote the way you think issues should be voted for. I think that's a fantastic way to go. Mm-hmm. If study a little bit, you know, just right. just read up a little bit on it. Don't just go like, with your your feelings. Yes, go an ahead. Edu- educated voter is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, so, when did you first become a Christian liberal universalist? Hmm. <laughs> I just, this I is the. This is. I wouldn't call myself. Well, not. no, I, I might. I might be. I. I, I don't. I, I. don't know. Um. I don't know which. Uh. Which of those words I should. I should try to refute more strongly. <laughs> <laughs> I just. You know, I just like I. I'm, to... I'm. Um. That's. That's. That's interesting because I'm. I've looked at myself my whole life. When I moved to the South, everybody was like, "When did you become a Christian?" I was like. You know, like I'm, I've been a Christian my whole life. You know, I grew up. I went to Christian school, went to church, and and they're like, no, but when when did you get when did you get saved? That was the key term. Was that you had to get saved. There was a moment that was that it was you were different before you're the old you, and then it was the new you, and it had to it had to be a moment. And if you didn't know exactly when that moment was, then it didn't happen, and you're probably not saved. You know, and I was, and so. I'm like, man, I've had a bunch of those moments. <laughs> you like, know, I, that, <laughs> getting saved. I, 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 I get I, saved every few days. Then, really, like, if that's a change, if, I if a good chocolate changed. chip cookie, I get converted <laughs> at some point. I'm just like, God, man, I just got saved. No, but I, I'm, um, I don't know that universalism is the is the correct term. But I know. but but if I, um, but if I was to, um, but I no longer believe. Um, I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens after after we die. I mean, that's a that's a big mystery, and you know neither do, neither do any of the people who say that they they are certain about what happens after they die. Um, there could easily be um, a thing where when where um, where when a lot of people die, they just cease to exist. You know this whole annihilationism thing. I don't think that just everybody, regardless of I, I regardless of what they've done, I'm, I believe that there's some sort of punishment maybe for for some folks um i don't and there there, there might really? be a, yeah there might be a, there might be a punishment there might be like a refining thing there might be a refining thing for people um that i don't i don't think that the punishment looks like what um what maybe because um, because i i think that 
I, I feel like, like the justice that we believe in is probably, is probably, um, comes from God. I believe that that, that image of God inside of us lets us look at these things. And there's some stuff that people do that's like, man, that, that can't go unpunished. I don't know. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what happens there? So, that, so you're kind of leaning, so leaning towards Lewis's uh, purgatory then. I don't it? know, man. I, I just don't know, but it's, it's, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that it's, um, it's just a endless, you know, thing, but I, I think, um, there's a quote, uh, who's the, who's it by that, um, that God will either make Christ of us all or destroy us lovingly in the process or something like that. It's, um, who said that anyways, but it's, I, um, I think that, that maybe that's, maybe that's true. I don't know. Don't know a whole lot of stuff, but, um, but it, I, I will not go around like trying to spread the, I'm making air quotes here. Good news that God is going to send just about everybody to hell yeah. <laughs> to, to be tortured for eternity. That is the farthest thing from good news and yeah. the farthest thing from a good God. If we can know anything of goodness, we can know that that's not good. Yeah. Um, and if, and if we, and if God's goodness is so drastically different than our goodness, then we certainly don't know what good interpretation is. Sure. Um, so why would we ever think that we would be able to gather, um, a good interpretation of the Bible when we can't even, when we can't even line up the good of, of torturing everybody forever. You know? Yeah. Well, and I, I don't know if I've told you this uh, off microphone in the past, but when um, a friend of mine's in a chaplaincy program uh, for, I think, a Lutheran church, whatever church it is, uh, down in New Orleans, and he said, we're interviewing people for different of different religions. And the whole point is to not argue, but just ask questions. Yeah. And which I think is fantastic. Having been through it, yeah. I think it's, I think every seminary, anybody, I think they should totally learn how to do this and just ask questions. It's one of the questions, why are you choosing to go to hell? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. But, but he said, so how shall I introduce you? And I said, dude, I, I other religions, I, I'm a Christian. Right. I, I, and he was like, no, you're a heretic. <laughs> and he was like, they'll, he goes, they'll call you a heretic. Don't worry. And I'm like, okay, that's all right. That's I know. But, I, but I dig, I, 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 there was a blog post where I, I, I wrote it. I wrote the post and then I, I finished it with, and now I'm a heretic. <laughs> yeah. I, I want the t-shirt. I want a t-shirt that says heretic so bad because that's pretty much where I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, even on stuff that, you know, I'm like, I'm sorry. I feel like love stands over here and I'm going to stand over here. Even though the rules are over here, I right. think Jesus stood with love and I'm going to be over here. Mm -hmm. But what, what they did, they asked questions, you know, well, their, their idea, he kind of introduced me. He says, do I, do I introduce you as a universalist? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. And so you know, he was just like, yeah, he's a progressive Christian, blah, blah, blah. And so they started their ideas of what a progressive, progressive Christian was were different than what I am. Just right. like every, every other Christian exactly. in anything is, you know, you can say, well, this is, this is what the Southern Baptists are. This is what the American Baptist right. Methodists were. You, it, they're right. plenty or of this is what the Muslims are. This yes, is exactly like, like we, we take a, a religion of, you know, 1.2 billion people and, and, and there are, there's a broad conservative to liberal, to progressive, to, you know, to fundamentalist strain of <laughs> inside of that religion, just like there is in Christianity. But we try to, people just try to paint that whole religion as this one thing, you know? But, but the, the questions that they asked were, I mean, so, well, do you read your Bible? Well, yes. When I read my Bible, blah, 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 blah. Right. And they were like, we just, we just figured you, you know, and, and afterwards kind of after the whole thing, then there was kind of a discussion and they, you know, they kind of figured that, you know, you just kind of pick and choose that you don't have a reason. You just kind of pick and choose what you like and what you're going to do. And there's not a rhyme or reason for it. And it's just kind of do your thing. But, <laughs> but it was interesting. It was really cool because if they, I could tell if they disagreed with something, they didn't say, no, I believe this. They would mm -hmm. say, tell me more about that. What about, what do you, th this? And they would, they would just ask questions yeah. and I'm like, okay, I need to do that more. Right. And I need, I want more people to do that. And so, you know, whether or not they thought I was a heretic or not, it was the coolest conversation because we had this, this thing go on that. 
it was a conversation. I have to admit that I, that I ask questions with, um, with intent. With a gotcha intent? I ask questions um, in order, uh, like, because I feel, I feel like the, uh, the, the right question is so much more powerful than the right answer, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so there, I don't always, I, I don't always ask questions just trying to understand somebody else. I, a lot of times ask questions, um, trying to corner someone with their own words, yeah, which is a completely different thing than yeah. just listening to somebody. <laughs> yeah, just, just to, well, and to increase my own understanding. Now, in the process of asking those questions, you might, you know, something else in the middle of the conversation, they were asking me about something, and, and I said, wait a minute, I just realized something, and my my friend who was kind of playing a little bit of devil's advocate with me. He was, he was being a little meaner than, than everybody else was. He said, okay, so you're a liberal Christian. You just changed your mind all of a sudden. You just decided you believe something else now. I'm like, no, if we're talking about interpretations of things, I see this this way, you see it different. Yeah, and it was just an interesting convert Again, because of their questions, it did cause me to see things, but it, it merely clarified what I was trying to point out versus trying, versus, you know, making me realize that I messed something up. But right. But, but that's, but yeah, that's, I, I ask a lot of gotcha questions, but learning just to ask, just to, it's like, I would like to understand, I, you know, mentally, I disagree with this. Help me understand this more. Right. And, um, it, it comes across better in this kind of context, you know, as we're talking, since we're going to, since we're, we're talking about Christian stuff, what is the gospel then? Bosco. The gospel? The Boscal gospel? The Boscal gospel. <laughs> I just realized that as I said it, and I kind of like, it's the Boscal gospel. That's, that's uh, one of the names of your new blog. Man, um, I think what it boils down to is we don't have to be afraid. Um, honestly. I think that, uh, you know, Stan, the pastor of our church um he asked he asked a guy from this east lake he's like so what's the gospel and he goes and he's he said some stuff and then he's then he stopped for a second he goes it is my hope that god looks like jesus and then kind of nod his head and um and that kind of that kind of boils boils it down for me man i'm i'm um I, uh, if, if we're, if we are, uh, really, um, I don't know if, if, if God is in the kind of terrible mood that a lot of Christians think that he's in, then we are screwed. Yeah. You know? And so, um, so I don't, uh, I don't think that that doesn't, that doesn't resonate with anything inside of me. Um, and so there's there like when I stopped being afraid of God, um, when I when I started to to actually realize that that um, this this thing this this God this this spirit this universe this cosmos is actually um, uh, you know it in all of its mystery starting to sense that it, that it was loving and benevolent, um, and with me. Um, that's, that's the, I feel like from the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible, God's been trying to convince us that he actually does love us, that our, that our brokenness is not too much for him to be with, but he, but from the beginning, from the beginning through the through the middle, through all the people with, you know, with Jesus, um, and, and, it, and even with Jesus, people still didn't really, truly, truly, I don't, they didn't get it, that they still looked at this, at Jesus's death as, as God having to have blood, you know, to, mm-hmm. because there had, something had to die for how bad we were. Um, when it was, when it was, I, I, I don't see it that way anymore. I just see it as, as being like, man, 
um, God is so much better than you could ever, um, you could ever imagine. And you know what, what he's a good father. What kind of a father would get, what kind of a father would give a kid a stone who asked for some bread that how much better of a, of a parent is, is God than, than our parents, you know? And so that, that thing is, is the, is the good news that there's something bigger than us and it is love and, um, and you don't have to be afraid. Your website, your, well, it's your website, but it's your, it's your, uh, your, uh, blog is theboskel.com, B-O-E-S-K-O-O-L. People can support you there. This is, this is your gig. This is what you're doing to, uh, to live as much as possible. Yeah. I work at a restaurant as well. Um, but I, I started just, a um, half a year ago, um, I started a Patreon, um, accounts where people who kind of believe in what I'm trying to do on the blog can help support it. Um, so it's not, it's, it's not something that I, I don't advertise on the, on the blog. When I, when I reach, when I reach 500, I've got these little milestone goals and I'm almost to, almost to the $500, um, milestone. And when that happens, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out a way to have, to get a, some sort of more professional, um, website that doesn't, necessitate having WordPress run a little square of their ads at the bottom. Sure. And it might give some, some more options of ways to, to track what's, what's happening and stuff. I really don't know what I'm doing. I just like writing and, and I like, I like trying to, uh, I like being able to, um, interact with people and, um, explain things in a new way that people might not be able to find the words to, uh, to, work out themselves so yeah so yeah i'm gonna do it either way but yeah i can um i definitely my um the people there are some people that are that have decided to um support me like give give a few bucks a month every or a few bucks every month um that just comes right out of their stuff and um for the cost of a cup of coffee (laughs) (laughs) you could support a poor blogger with three kids (laughs) <laughs> and and you can find you can catch some some funny stories indeed bathroom bathroom humor how he um torments his wife by scaring her i think is one of the funniest stories i've ever read in my entire life or the story about you being scared can you just will you just share that as as we we'll, we'll talk about your blog one more time wait so th- are you talking about the the one where where i where i jumped out of the wall at my friend yes. when- yeah. You got to kind of see it. I got I got it. There's a, there's, it's, it's funnier if you can see, if you can see me hitting the ground, like the monkey on the top of the car and the omen. But, um, um, basically, basically, uh, my, my good, my two, two, my, my best friends, two of my best friends, uh, were guys that I lived with in college and they, we all lived in the same house and, and there was, there were mice that were living in um, the attic that was right on the other side of my, my um, friend Steve's, his, his wall. Um, so I went up into that attic. There was a little door and I went, be, and went up there and said, Hey, I'm going, I'm going to bed, went into my bedroom and then snuck upstairs. And they're like, yeah, we're going to bed in just a minute. And so they ended up talking for like another 20 minutes, you know, like I'm up there in the dark inside of this, <laughs> inside of this attic, just waiting for him to, waiting for him to come, um, up there. And they, and they finally, finally they walk up and they're talking, they're talking in the, um, in the doorway and I'm, and I've got my key and I'm scraping the, I'm scraping the wall, like just making a little, like, yeah, yeah. Trying to make that noise to where they can hear it. Finally, they stopped talking for just a second long enough for me to make that. And, and also, and I'm looking through this, this crack at the top of the door and, and Steve turns and goes, mice. <laughs> and like sneaks over. He's like tiptoeing, like right toward the wall and he kicks the wall. And then they, it's just quiet. And then I take my key and I'm like, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and so all of a sudden he starts tiptoeing toward the door. And I'm, and I'm like, oh no, you know, cause I'm thinking there's, there's, what if there's a nail sticking out somewhere? If he, <laughs> yeah. if he sticks his head inside of this, because it's, it's a, the door is only like maybe, maybe three feet tall, sure. you know, three sure. feet by two feet. It's just a little door, this little like creepy door. 
And I'm like, if he sticks his head in here and sees me, he's, and then he's jumps going, back. Yeah, dude, he like he could easily die. Yeah. You know. So I decided impale himself on a I'm, on a nail I'm, that I don't know about. I'm inside of there already, just like like I'm like got my mouth my mouth is muffled and I'm just trying not to laugh. And, and he's walking towards this door. I'm like, I gotta get out of this door before he sticks his head in here. So he's like <laughs> three feet away from the door, and I burst <laughs> burst through the door. And I'm and I was and I was barking like a dog, and I was hitting my head, hands on the ground like it was like I was moving like a like a like an angry monkey, you know, <laughs> and like hitting my and I and I was like, rawr, 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 rawr. <laughs> and he just he just like fell in a puddle of his own piss. He just he just absolutely actually absolutely crumpled to the to the ground. I wrote on the blog it was like someone just immediately removed all of his bones from his body <laughs> like just went Bleh, and fell onto the ground and like made like a like a like this noise like just it was he it was there's was nothing that he could do to keep prevent that noise from coming out and my other friend saw it and he started running and he said he said i realized like I realized like five seconds into it, what had happened. He's like, but I couldn't get my body to stop running. <laughs> it was the most fun. Like I, I, I just love, I love scaring people. I, and I, and Lillian, my wife hates being scared more than anything else in the whole world. So I, I've, I've like taken that instinct inside of me to like hide behind something and jump out at somebody. I've taken that and like buried it. Um, but my kids have started trying to scare me and the couple times they've gotten me and I need to, I need to remind myself to scare them back, you yeah. know, cause, cause they've gotten me to where I've jumped. Um, and they, and they laugh and think it's so funny, you know, and, but I've, I've so, so hidden that part of me that I don't want to like, I don't want to accidentally scare Lillian's, but I, I need to remember to scare that. Thank you for reminding me of this. I need to remember to scare my kids. Yeah, it's excellent. And it, isn't it cool? How you didn't you don't even do it now, but but the, it's ingrained in them. It's part of their DNA. I will never, I will never, ever, uh, uh, like someday I could be sitting in a hospital bed with Alzheimer's, and and not even remember my own name, and, and I will start still, barking. I will still, I will <laughs> still laugh. I will still be laughing about that story. I just, it was so, it was so funny. I, I like. I like ran after my, my friend, I caught him in his, he was like, he was like in a fetal position in his bed. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like holding him. And he's still shaking. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. It's uh, Chris Boskell from the com, A cruel man. Yes. Um, likes to scare people. Uh, if you want stories like that, you can find that there. And it is uh, politics. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, politics and bathroom humor. If you uh, search the words "Jesus politics and bathroom humor," I'll be the I'll be the one at the top. Otherwise, you can just look at my name on Google and try to figure out how to spell it. It's rough. It's Dutch. It's, it's if, you Dutch. if you ain't Dutch, you ain't much. My <laughs> racist grandma used to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me, sir. This is same difference. I am Higgins. This has been Chris Boskel hanging out today. Thank you for joining me. It's my pleasure. <laughs>